Hello, and welcome to the Serving Love Podcast. Today on the show, we have Shadi. Hi, Shadi. Hey, Meredith. Hey, love. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy to have you. <laughs> and I wish you all could see Shadi right now, like your face, and you're just glowing and in a beautiful setting. And it's just so, so good to have you here. I'm so excited to, to have you on the show and get to learn more about you. Mm, thank you. Yeah, I really appreciate you inviting me and and uh, chiming in here from this in this gorgeous environment mm. here in Guatemala. Yeah, yeah. And Shadi and I met at uh, Estela Level Two in Mexico, which you organized. <laughs> yeah. First and foremost, I just want to say thank you because the amount of like patience, love, like you respond so quickly and so kindly and I'm sure you deal with so much resistance going into these trainings and the way you show up with such grace and like gratitude and I'm just yeah I am in awe and that's what had me drawn to asking you on here because I'm like how do you be that way Mm, thank you that's that feels very sweet to receive yeah it's 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 definitely been a journey it's been a humbling journey organizing um organizing spiritual events and i used to organize sacred side tours where we'd go with with medicine people to um to places of power and then sometimes with, with pretty big groups and then and i have rituals there and bring our offerings and and prayers and ceremony and it was so gorgeous and because there was so much so many logistics involved um <laughs> i think i learned to just stay calm and just stay calm and and see people just always see the love that that lives at the core of each being mm. um while maybe other parts of them are you know afraid or stressed or activated mm. and um yeah it's been a beautiful journey to for myself as well to come to such a place of understanding and and humility as well you know mm. because really to talk into the you know the, the theme of, of the podcast it's like i think this is my way of serving love mm. um offering a space of yeah welcoming smooth soothing space for people going into these really powerful transformational containers it feels like an honor to be able to just witness you know what i can how i can support and serve people in that way and then and of course at the end of the trainings just witnessing how how beautiful and powerful the shifts are in humans is like that i receive a lot from that obviously as well Mm, yeah i really feel that in you too that humility i just when I think of you, I think of that. You can really feel that. And and also just how much you were being with and holding during the retreat itself. You know, it's not just the before, it's the during. And so just getting to see like your capacity to hold that much, I was I was like, wow, yeah, that's somebody I I would like to know. So how like how what was your journey to getting to this place? Like, how did this start for you? Well, my journey, well, my journey with ISTA started back in 2016, 
that had already been on a on a journey of just discovery, self discovery, spiritual discovery, um, kind of rewilding, you could say as well. Since probably you know, I was twenty three, so back in, in past thirteen years or something. Um, so yeah, at one point I, I so I grew up in Belgium, and at one point I felt like this is actually. This is not. This is not what I want. I was. I was like flipping into a way of life that didn't feel supportive to all parts of my system, and then and decided to go and travel. And after three years of just nomading, really without any clear direction, but just an intention to to feel, to explore, you know, to learn, to also find community and mm. and really to find the earth that I wanted to live on. Mm. Um, so after three years of, of, of traveling around pretty wildly in a lot of just out there places and out there ways, I may, I found my way to Guatemala and then um, in a very synchronistic way, got drawn into a, like, how can I explain this even in words? It's like, let's say it's like a, Centric, queer, um, just exploration community space, and and it was just gorgeous. It was just such a it just opened my world so beautifully, and and then I got drawn into just being here in Guatemala at this at this beautiful lake where I still live now, ten years later, mm. um, at Lake Atitlan, and um, yeah, and then. Deeper and deeper, you know, I went into ritual practices. I went into ceremony. I went and started journeying with cacao as well mm. um, as a medicine. Mm. And, um, and through that, learned to just go really deep into emotional processing, emotional, emotional transformational spaces and work. So... Yeah, it's been a humbling journey. It's been a humbling and a very empowering journey. And so through that alchemy, then eventually in 2016, um, uh, I went to a workshop of one of the, it's the lead facilitators who lives here. And um, had a, I was really impressed. I was like, who is this person? Like, how come I've, I actually haven't met you before? And she was like, yeah, so we're hosting this thing. In a few weeks, um, <clears throat> with these teachers coming from all over the world, and I think you know maybe this would be something for you. <laughs> and <laughs> I mean, at that point, <clears throat> I was like, "God, this is maybe out of my budget," because I was like literally just I was nomading around and living really humbly, um, and really like really sufficiently, you know, very satisfied and 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 very spacious. Um, but it was a bit of a stretch, you know, and, and, and over the years I've learned to appreciate just going into challenging spaces. So that was a beautiful edge mm -hmm. and fucking blew me open, you know, had an amazing time and then continued on my journey for a few years. And then 2019, um, Arminta, the same person that first introduced me to Esther, I was like, Hey, so how about do you want to come and assist? And then ever since, basically, I've just been 
I've just been delighted by the work that Esther brings and and started to really vibrate into the, a service piece myself that feels very alive um, within Esther. So it's like the work that I've done before somehow also alchemized very beautifully in this in this Esther organism because it feels like pieces that I'm holding are very much serving this work and this field and and pieces that Ista has is very much serving me and there's a beautiful yeah mm -hmm. juicy co-creation that's happening there but through the assisting I really started to feel like <clears throat> there's a massive like piece of service inside of me that has started to expand and started to grow and started to just really become alive and there's a big maturation process that happened in, in that over those past few years because there's something in the all the pieces of learnings that I've had now being able to be of service in such a way like in a in a more powerful way than before maybe that mm -hmm. feels very nourishing and and in a sense, humbling. It's like I, I receive so much from being of service. And at the same time, it's a very humbling thing to do. It's a lot of work. You know, it's a lot of investments of time and energy. Um, and also, it's it's very satisfying. Mm -hmm. So um, started to started to up-level quite a lot my, my capacity to be of service in that way. And then started organizing ISA trainings. Alongside other other trainings that I've been hosting, you know, apart from that, aside from that, which is mainly around ritual facilitation and and working with cacao as a ritual, as a sacred medicine. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's been a bit of my journey, you know, like really briefly, really concisely. <laughs> it's like how do we. <laughs> How do we boil it down, right? After you know all the deep and things that we go through to get to these places. It's like uh, just a few minutes. But yeah, I'm curious about this piece you said about, you know, wanting to find land that you wanted to live on. Like, what did it feel like for you to land in Guatemala? Like, did you immediately feel at home? And, and what is the feeling of the land there for you? Yeah, good question. Well, in the first place, my intention in leaving Belgium was to find. I wanted, I, I actually, I wanted to expand it to more like a symbolic way. I wanted to find the earth that I wanted to live on, as in like the community, you know, mm -hmm. the environment, the space, mm -hmm. the the new earth, let's say. Yeah. Um, that I felt at that point was much less accessible to me. But in moving away and traveling around, I noticed that actually this its always existed. The earth that I've been looking for, the planet that I've been looking for has actually always existed. And through traveling mostly here in, in, in Latin America, but in alternative and, and free thinking and progressive communities all over the world, I've found that there is a there's an earth based you know ancestral culture that that's simply alive in in each and every one of us, mm 
Mm. Um, and I've, I've received gorgeous templates of what that looks like by traveling in these places and connecting deeply with people who live in a land-based society or culture. And, <clears throat> you know, admittedly, it's not always easy to find. Sometimes you've got to, you know, go out in the wild or dig a little bit. Um, but when I came here to Lake Catitlan, I found this beautiful mix of a really strong ancestral rooted culture that's like grown from this land, you know, over such a long time that also combines a space that feels really easeful to me personally to live in. Um, <clears throat> so there was this real sense of like awe and magic that simply drew me in through lots of synchronicities as well. The moment that I arrived here specifically at the lake and, um, you know, I wouldn't necessarily have migrated to Guatemala as a country, although I deeply love it and, and so many facets of it, but it's really this lake that drew me in and that offered me personally for where, where I was at in my journey, a beautiful, just amazing mix of, of like all the things that I, that I wanted in life. And eventually I did, you know, I did also through lots of synchronicities and, and beautiful, beautiful evolutions managed to buy a piece of land here or, you know, receive the guardianship over a piece of land here that, um, that really feels like a sanctuary to me. And then, and that I also feel offers beautiful possibilities for myself and for my friends and, mm. and my community. Yeah. Mm, beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, and I and you hear you talking about cacao, you know, how you offer this as a medicine. And I know Guatemala is such a big home <clears throat> for for this medicine. So I would love to hear about about this work that that you're doing with this this beautiful plant. Well, the cacao to begin with is um it, it wasn't actually what what drew me here. It was more the um, the the tantric shamanic community space that um that yeah that I was that I was drawn into um but the cacao the cacao then came in later uh together with my ex-partner we started going to the cacao ceremonies with Keith Wilson mm -hmm. who's um one of the first let's say western medicine people who started to work with cacao in a way that's also suited for Westerners. And he started to infuse, he started to create a transformational space, a spiritual and emotional processing space that was very much interactive, interpersonal, as well as transpersonal, actually, uh, using cacao as, um, as a guide, as a, as a space holder. So, I mean, he would guide the rituals, but... But cacao was very much the, like the, how can I say, like the, the power, you know, the, the, the fuel of, he was a channel for what the cacao spirit wanted to bring to these transformational spaces. And it was absolutely gorgeous. Like I had honestly never expected that, you know, 
chocolate could have such a potent effect and and have a real spirit that desires just a gorgeous future for humanity and 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 I started to more and more to myself to um, the mission of this plant um and it really it really started to feel like hey this this plant teacher is here for the times that we're in right now where where consciousness is is awakening is transforming and the beautiful the beautiful thing that that then evolved is that I started to together with my ex-partner at the time we um we started to really feel like hey through the work that we've done with the cacao and the attunements that we've received it's like it's time that we actually now bring this in the world in our own specific way in our own unique way and and weave our medicine with the medicine of the cacao that's um that's coming through so this was all back in 2013 14 15 when there was not very much talk about cacao yet mm-hmm. um and um yeah we started to just create really beautiful transformational containers you know of ourselves with at the at the time it was like we have to explain every every second person around you know what cacao is and where yeah. it comes from and whatnot and so much promotion to have like you know five or ten people <laughs> now it's like a cacao ceremony on every block in any spiritual community <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah but we had a gorgeous time we had a gorgeous time with all of it and um yeah and <clears throat> just feel like i've learned so much so much through the cacao and you know i don't even necessarily drink so much cacao right now anymore it's it's you know, only on occasions for like ceremonies or something. But I feel like I've just been so much in the space with the spirit of cacao and, and she's become like, yeah, she's become a part of me, mm-hmm. you know? Oh. And it's a very playful, celebratory spirit um, that also like can be really pungent if you're if you're open to you know to the medicine it can be it can be pretty wild um yeah so that's a bit of my journey with cacao uh, i then started at the beginning of the pandemic i had the hit that actually i feel like the time is right now for me to train people to work with cacao in a very solid way in a respectful way because cacao ceremonies have become such a thing. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, some people maybe go 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 over it a little more lightly than, than what I would recommend. You know, journeying so deeply with the cacao and feeling so much of her power. There's a desire that I had to bring, like, diligence and, 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 and care and and knowledge and mm. empower to to space holders you know to people who work with cacao and and so that's um that's something that I've been doing over the past few years I've been tra- I've been training people to work with cacao in a powerful way in person as well as online well and, it just um, sparked my desire yeah. I'm like shadi teach me <laughs> 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 like, wait a minute, I want that <laughs> 
it. <laughs> yeah, it's been fun. It's been a beautiful journey. And um, I mean, yeah, I just learned so much through through teaching. You know how it is, I guess. Um, yeah, beautiful. I but hear yeah, so much reverence in your in your the way you speak about it, and and I love to hear that because, I mean, first of all, it does speak to how powerful this medicine is. Is like how just how popular it is now, right? It's like. It is so widespread. Like, look at where she's going. This medicine is flowing all over in the world and it's taken on all, you know, and it's so amazing. And I love how you talk about it, like coming back to reverence and honoring the medicine. And, you know, it is a beautiful, playful spirit, but, you know, but like not taking it quite so lightly, like, you know, really mm-hmm. sitting with it and feeling what comes through because, gosh, yeah, when you really sit with it, all the downloads and, yeah, it's it's also been a beautiful uh, uh, thing for me to work with, and so I love I love hearing you talk about it. Thank you for sharing. Mm, yeah, thanks <laughs> for sharing your sharing your your reflections. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the beautiful thing about cacao is also it's a very accessible mm-hmm. medicine. Mm-hmm. It's not dangerous, you know. It's Except for people, the only the only real danger that is there is people who take a lot of um, antidepressants. Mm-hmm. You know, can receive migraines from drinking cacao. But except for that, it's very, it's just very accessible. And the the beauty though is that it it will help to it will help to create awareness around things that want to shift, that want to move. Mm-hmm. They want to transform. They want to heal, um, but it's not. It's never going to be forceful. And and the thing is, the space holder has a lot of playroom with cacao because cacao itself isn't going to necessarily direct the space. But if it's given the space, it's going to offer. It's going to offer a journey that people can can go into. If the space holder is 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 available and listening and willing and empowered in in, in holding such a space, mm-hmm. and and then it can actually open very potent doors that for some people may be more effective or maybe more, um, yeah, more impactful than than working with more stronger plant teachers that could be, yeah, that that need maybe a little a little bit more framing. Um, or, or more guidance. So yeah, there's there's a lot of potential there that I feel isn't always seen mm-hmm. by people who who offer spaces with cacao, and you know, that's not necessarily bad or wrong or anything like that. Mm-hmm. You have an amazing time drinking cacao and moving the body, or you know. Mm-hmm. And 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 then probably there will be there will be medicine that happens. There will be transformations that happen. You know, but there's something there that my intention was to really offer a deeper, yeah, a wider set of skills and um, and awareness around holy space for cacao. And it's been very successful. I feel super juiced up about the work that I've been doing there. And um, not planning currently any trainings for cacao facilitators but i'm turning the i'm turning the previous trainings into a 
into um, a format that people can enroll in on my webpage and then do it at their own at their own pace and be a part of a community amazing so that's what i'm working on right now exciting now (laughs) now i'm going to change the tune completely because i want to hear all about your kink (laughs) 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 retreat coming up (laughs) and you know we have a we have we play with a wide range here so we go from cacao to kink just like that so yep I'm curious well, to hear about this and like, you know, your journey with kink and yeah, tell me more. <laughs> well, the beautiful thing is that it's actually all interwoven. Um, it's not necessarily either or because mm-hmm. um, over the past few years, what my, the spaces that I've been holding with Kakao have started to have started to become much more spaces of of sensual and erotic exploration, um, spaces of of reverence to to our body's medicine and to eros's medicine, and and I've been holding those mainly with cacao, which is a really powerful combination. That yeah, I mean, I just feel so grateful for all the. For all the beauty and the sensitivity, you know, and um, the groundedness that cacao brings, and it offers such a space of of embodiment for people to move into connection with themselves, with spirit, with the body, um, with eros, you know, and with others as well. That for me, it's just such a divine combination because sometimes. You know, we can be in temple spaces or we can be in play spaces. And yeah, and there's, you know, there's a lot of juice. There's a lot of like, there's a lot of like energy that wants to move, you know, and and, <laughs> and that's great. And what I found with the cacao, there's an invitation for deeper sensitivity, like very, like hypersensitivity almost to what is my truth in this moment in the subtle levels that wants to move through and how is it going to guide me to maybe a very distinctive um, or unique experience that I'm going to follow my firepower may not actually find its way into my experience. And I've noticed that it's just very helpful to find... Or to, to invoke cacao and drink cacao and create a space that, that allows that um, complete curiosity mm. to, to, to guide us mm-hmm. from an embodied place. It's like what, from a, a place of slowness as well. So through that, um, I have actually started to explore even kinky, like kinky themed temple nights with cacao. And, and yeah, and I've started to, I've started to guide ritual um, rope meditations. Mm. So ceremonies with cacao where people explore with ropes, but again, in a very, it's like in a very masterful, like artful, tender way. Mm-hmm. Which doesn't mean that there's no turn on or there's no eros going. 
like maybe even on the contrary it's like <laughs> there's there's yeah from the depth of our beings from the depth of our body temple if there's safety if there's slowness mm. there's other layers that can be much more enlivening even that can find their way into our experience so that's been my intention with with the sensual and the kinky rituals that I've been holding with cow from that space started to bubble up a desire to create together with with my friend Francesca who's who's also very much into um into shamanic kink mm-hmm. started to start to bubble up a desire to create something with a similar energetic feel but more expansive more or um, you can really go deep or we can really really get the full toolkit to to go all in because on a personal level you know except for the the events that i've been hosting on a personal level i have been exploring deeply um since 2019 with within within training spaces but also with um with lovers with partners what like what can unfold if we're creating a ritual space mm. for um, for the dark dark sides of eros to to come and you know and bubble up and um it's been an intense journey it's been a, it's not been easy mm-hmm. like you know the specifically speaking or you know around dominant sub dominant submissive play the archetypes that we play with you know they need some maturation and they need some growing up so definitely had episodes and stories and um and situations where i've been able to you know work with shadows and really see what what wants to like what's the power here what's the healing here and but yeah i've been exploring deeply in these spaces for the past Last four years, I'd say, mm. in my in my own personal life, and because I have such a passion for ritual, um, it's like God. Once once I'm I'm attuned, how can I say this? It's like my life has become a ritual. It's like everything and everything in life can be a ritual, and becoming attuned to what ritual is allows for really beautiful potent spaces mm-hmm. like time spaces to to open up um with intention and it's like just bringing that into eros has been i mean honestly mind blowing and um and yeah and i've definitely been blessed with very powerful very powerful lovers and play partners to explore with mm-hmm. um and the result now that uh, just bubbled up in my awareness a few months ago was like I felt a readiness and desire to to bring it to alchemize all these learnings into a five day container and um together with Francesca. So I'm feeling divinely excited about this and um <laughs> and just really yeah, just oh it feels like such a beautiful 
next step. And I feel really honored to be able to bring my own unique, you know, learnings and, and medicines to this field. That's, yeah, that's, I feel like it's, it's quite cutting edge as well. There's a lot of desire I'm noticing oh, yes. for people to move into ritual erotic spaces in a masterful way. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so yeah. that's happening. Thank you. I'm so excited. <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> I just feel it in your system, just like how much yeah. joy and delight and just, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be so good. I can feel that already. And yeah, thank you for bringing this flavor of kink to the world. I, I've been on this journey with kink for probably 10 years now I started when I was really young and I started with Om Rupani so I got really lucky from day one mm-hmm. like that was my Heck first yeah. teacher my first dom like I got spoiled so I had a taste of that flavor of playing in this world for a reason with a purpose like you know kink from a place of like personal development getting to know myself more deeply like for, you know, it just, oh my gosh, the amount of things I learned in those containers is just, I mean, unreal. Mm-hmm. And so it's so fun to see how it's evolving over the years. And I do think we need more spaces like you're creating because, I mean, there's nothing wrong with, you know, playing, like being kinky just for the sake of it. Of course, nothing wrong with that. But I, this is this flavor that has you go so much deeper and just learn so much about yourself and yeah just so exciting and I love this twist of like shamanic kink I'm like that's an amazing new phrase and I (laughs) (laughs) and cacao and I'm like oh my god this is like everything a girl could want all wrapped into one (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) yay (laughs) (laughs) thank you that feels good that feels really good to receive you know and it's like it just feels so it just feels so um accurate uh that i'm gonna have to um, that i'm gonna have a space to bring all these beautiful rituals that you know that i've that i've developed let's say or that have come through me over the years but into like a sequence, you know, into into um, a space that where one experience will build on the on the next, and where we'll have space for information, um, and a space for practice, and a space for like free flow where we can play with the tools and all the things that we've been that we've been exploring and learning, and um, yeah, so that's that's a really that's a really it's just fucking gorgeous development that I feel I feel like honored and and I'm proud about. Um yeah, and it feels really good to receive your receive your reflections. Yeah. So tell us when is it happening? Where is it happening? <laughs> yeah, so the training will happen June eleventh mm-hmm. through sixteenth. Uh, upstate New York, mm-hmm. uh, a beautiful retreat center called Eastern Mountain, just mm-hmm. close to closest airports, Albany, and um, yeah, it's out in the woods, oh. and uh, we'll have 
beautiful organizer Javi Martinez, who's also who's also an ISTA facilitator, trans woman, and and her uh, her partner Vila will also be assisting. So we'll have a really beautiful just yeah oh. family juicy team going on. Um, and the training will take place over over six days and five nights in a very in a very ritual way so Francesca and myself we're both we're just really into ceremony and the, and the template of ceremony and infusing life with that template and understanding that if we do so and if we bring that awareness that magic within those containers oftentimes just does itself it unfolds mm-hmm. We're using our directive capacity to create containers or even just become aware of like this there's a ritual that's starting that's happening now sometimes I'm noticing in my system that there's like a, a feeling oh I'm going into ritual now and things start to unfold and now we can you know we can bring our intention we can bring our awareness around this is the beginning of this ritual we're bringing in our allies we're invoking the elements for the alchemy that we want. And and then it's just like up to spirit. Mm-hmm. So we're both very much in that mindset and we're wanting to offer that template um, as a transmission to the participants over those six days. So we'll have a bunch of different rituals. And I mean, obviously a part of what will unfold will depend on how on how the energy of the group is mm-hmm. flowing and what we feel is the you know the the, the larger collective desire mm. is to move through the group, um, but yeah, we'll have space for for like seminar transmission, which we're gonna which we call the shamanic kink university <laughs> aspect. <laughs> the shamanic kink is. Can you please trademark? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> then and then then in the afternoons well depending not not necessarily in the afternoons but then we'll have the shamanic king dojo where we'll like where we'll, <laughs> where we'll explore and you know and play like in a guided in a guided way and then and then in the evening times we'll have we'll have um different temple and temple nights and, and temple rituals um to offer a space of like integration and play mm. and the things that we've learned and yeah I'm just like oh my god my system is so uh, so hyped up <laughs> yeah yeah and it's like this beautiful combination like of of like all of these pieces that you've taken from different places and and now you're like it's culminating in this beautiful like thing I can feel it coming from you like this is like a piece of your soul coming into you know the yeah. earthly plane that was like ready to be born and and that's the best so much. time I just feel all like your energy and your jazz and your juice and everything behind it and just like the truth of that, you know, and feels so authentic and humble. Mm. And um, yeah, I'm curious, do you think if somebody has never played with kink before, like, would that, would this be great for beginners or like, where do you feel? Well, so there's two, two, two things to that question. So ideally I would want to say yes, Mm -hmm. because it's going to offer just a really powerful template mm-hmm. to then journey deeper 
and to really get the juice like of what this work can offer mm. or at least from my you know from my point of view um in a similar way that you know like you shared that you got super fortunate to to start this king journey with Omrupani. i mean you know what a blessing because some of us you know get into get into mm -hmm. kink environments and you know in some so environments you you've got to you've got to be a little bit careful because there's you know we're all learning in this world mm -hmm. people everybody has their shadows and we're you know finding ourselves in an environment when we're not really mature where those shadows are you know coming out at play largely or like in a big way mm -hmm. <laughs> we, we may have you know we may have some healing to do afterwards and and or may may have some intense experiences that mm -hmm. so you know ideally i want to say yes just come receive this template but actually to be honest we we do require like a certain amount of um of self-knowledge and self-agency and being comfortable with with powerful emotions and and holding space for ourselves um in powerful emotions as they come up like you know obviously we're you know we're supportive and we have a team and you know we're tracking people and and at the same time um there is yeah there is a requirement to have to have some experience with transformational spaces and transformational work so that we can really so that we can really journey deep as well mm -hmm. so we're actually recommending this training for people who have 6 months or more let's say of experience within BDSM or kink realms and we're also offering some some resources for people to prepare so if there's somebody who really feels the call like you know I've recently gotten in touch with with my kinky side and I really want to go deep um you know with with some preparation maybe they would be able to step into the container but then it would have to be a bit of um yeah there would have to be a strong intention and a, a willingness to really to really do that so it's recommended for people who already have a bit of a mm -hmm. you know a bit of a language a bit of a basis a bit of a foundation some experience um and at the same time a part of the training is also a preparation call like an intentional ritual preparation call where we already actually open the, the alchemical container and then we'll have two integration calls as a part of the training as well um, to really yeah to really make sure that everybody like gets gets the maximum out of this and that they that they can you know they can really integrate and mm -hmm. and that the integration process can also be something that that will help yeah that will happen over some time it doesn't, doesn't need to be rushed and that it will really help participants get get the medicine you know and get to integrate things into their daily lives as well mm -hmm. that they will that they will learn amazing 
Yeah. Well, thank you. And I, um, yeah, I will definitely tell people about it. You know, I so trust your holding mm. and like your level of integrity and your skillfulness and your attention. And I, I just so trust that it's, it's going to be such a safe space for people to explore really edgy, you know, vulnerable, tender things and to go really deep. And mm-hmm. so, um, yeah, just so happy to know you and get to hear more about this. And I just, I feel so like happy for your life that you're, you know, living in this purpose and it's like exuding out of you. So that's so, mm-hmm. so exciting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So yeah, I feel like this maybe is a good place for us to to close. Is there anything, you know, else that you'd like to share? And you know, we'll we'll link all of these things in the show notes so that anybody listening will will get to read more and explore more about, you know, what you have coming up and um yeah. Yeah, well no, I don't think there's more that I feel like I need to share right now. I just feel very appreciative that that you're taking the time to to be here together and uh, and to receive all your beautiful your beautiful words and and reflections and um, yeah it would it would be it would be absolutely lovely to have you there as well of course <laughs> and um, and yeah we'll share all the information around the training um, we also have a introduction call which is happening in a few days, mm-hmm. but the recording will be available as well afterwards. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much. It's been such an honor and a blessing to have you today. And ah, just feeling so grateful. And yeah. Mm, thank <laughs> you, love. Thank you so much. All right. Until next time, serving love. Love you all.